0: hello everybody and welcome what's back up, to the 1313 podcast the most mediocre podcast in the star wars universe i'm jacob <laughs> i'm jackson and i'm Tommy. welcome back to our have a chat series our series where we bring on creators from the star wars universe onto our show and we have a chat today we are joined by none other than scott solo of the sarlacc digest podcast
1: Woo!
2: what's up nerds how's it going
0: so scott please tell us a little bit about yourself and your channel
2: Sure. Uh, Sarlacc Digest podcast. We've been around since just before The Force Awakens came, or right after The Force Awakens came out, actually. I don't know the exact date because I joined on episode six. Um, I was actually previously on another podcast and they knew how much I love Star Wars. So they invited me on as a guest and I never left. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's sometimes how it goes. Uh, Yeah, we, as we like to put it, we digest Star Wars topics over a thousand years. Uh, We always, I love the name, you know, I wish I would have, I wish I could say I came up with the name, but man, I didn't. Um, It's just myself, uh, Marco, who goes by Darth Moocher, Chris, who's Chris, uh, what is his new handle? It is Grand Admiral Franz, Bootleg (laughs) Joe, Ernie the Fallen Fets, and uh, yeah, that's it. We used to have Fanboy Mike, but he bailed. So, um, yeah, it's just the, we're all friends. We've been friends for years. I've known Chris for about 30 years and cause I'm old. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, we just get on and we talk about star Wars. We like to try and keep it positive. It's not that we don't have criticisms of some things, but we like to keep it constructive, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't do you any good to get online and just scream into the ether about ah, rage. So, you know, Get on and have fun. Talk about the things you love and just try and keep it positive, you know? Mm -hmm.
1: Exactly. like That's very good as well. Just uh, something that we've definitely experienced as well, trying to shoot for the small amount of time that we have been around is trying to keep very positive Star Wars content because far too many times people just want to get on the camera and just complain or talk about something just to invoke a reaction out of people.
2: And it's,
1: it's so unfortunate
2: that it's the negative reactions and it's the mm-hmm. yelling into the ether that ends up getting clicks, you know, and it yep. it makes me insane because we've been at this for so long and we've been really railing on being positive and, and in the Star Wars fandom that um, it just, you know, you would think that we we've got thousands upon thousands of subscribers, but it's just not how it goes, man. It's it's like the loudest, biggest crybabies are the ones who end up getting the mm-hmm. 2.5 million followers and, you know, we've got super chats and all this. And it's those of us who try and keep it positive and actually, you know, invite people in and uh, we're the ones who are struggling, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. but it's still, it's not stopping us. We're, we're just having a great time at it.
3: Mm-hmm. So It's kind of funny because um, there was one podcast episode we did where we are really, so we're, oh, I don't God. know if you noticed, we're big Hasbro fans. So uh-huh. we're like, we buy all the Black Series, Vintage Collection, all that kind of stuff. Same. Yes. And um, there's a few months ago, we did an episode where, I forget what it was we were complaining about, but it was like either retailer exclusives I think, or something was, along those lines. It oh, it, no, strong. it was about the, the community and the rancor. The yes. Haslam, oh, and gross. we like had this like <laughs> super angry, like 30 minute long, just rant. And that's one of our highest performing episodes yep. because people just enjoy seeing other people be angry and like yeah. get passionate about stuff. I don't know why, but so I am I interested either. to find out, do you know how the name Sarlacc Digest like came to be? Because I, that's what I was curious about before we started here.
2: Um My understanding is it was a, it was Marco or he's our showrunner. He's the bald guy with the really big beard. We've okay. also got the bald guy with the short beard and the bald guy with the medium beard. Okay. So I am the hairy guy with the short, short beard. Uh, but yeah, Marco, the one with the really long beard, he came up with the just on a whim. He's like, oh, I, this is kind of clever. Is it double entendre? You know, it's, it's, it just works. And he's the one who coined the phrase. And yeah, it just kind of took off from there. And every time we meet somebody and you know, it's like, we were at celebration a couple of weeks ago. Now we were at celebration. We all had our shirts on and people were going, Oh, Oh, I get it. Digest. Yeah. So it's, it's always a nice, it's a, it's a good name to uh, start a chat. You know, somebody yeah, says, Oh, right. that's such a clever name. And it just, it starts people talking. And that, that's what I love. I love if you haven't noticed, I like to talk. So
0: <laughs> that's um, one thing I'm kind of happy with um our shirts. This is one mm-hmm. of our shirts that I recently designed. Nice. The thing about it is um people that don't know Star Wars will see it and they'll mm-hmm. ask me what it is. Mm-hmm. They'll just see like random symbols on a shirt that they can't discern. So right. they'll just ask what it is. So like lots of people, like I remember me and Jackson went to like a mall not too long ago. We walked into a skate shop and the uh, dude just walks up to us and goes, it's on your shirt. So you got to talk to him about Star Wars for a little bit because we are like, oh, it's like a Star Wars podcast that we do. So uh, I'm actually pretty happy with how this turned out just because nobody knows what it is. So it leaves people to ask a question about it. Right,
2: right. Mm. And I am not, I mean, in my, all of my years of Star Wars fandom, I've been in it since the beginning. I was three when A New Hope came out, before it was A New Hope. And I, that's the first movie I ever saw in the theater um, that I remember. And uh, even though it has been a, that long, I still, for the life of me, cannot, cannot read <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean yeah. <laughs> So what
0: does it say? It says 1313. Oh, there we go. Okay. It is the numbers. Yes.
1: It right. just
2: has
0: the translation on the sleeve with our logo. That's fantastic. Uh, actually, are, you a, are you a graphic designer? Um, Not really. I've been oh, into yeah. art for like as long as I can remember. Like I also recently just, we got stickers in. Damn, we're um, gonna show this off now. Yeah, because I mean Why not? In your Discord. The public doesn't know so, about this yet. Oh okay. so, stickers. So oh, uh,
2: dude, I need some.
3: I gotta I gotta tell the story about this one here. Okay. Um, but go ahead and show them that so one. So that
0: too. one was done by a guy in Croatia, but I took that design and I came up with this one. Oh, that's great. So it's just like a small yeah. black so decal.
3: This one right here. Um, so we have a guy, do you know action display on YouTube? I do not. I'm not okay. I believe it or not, I'm not a big YouTuber. <laughs> okay. So he's a gentleman from Croatia, and okay. he does videos on YouTube. Just he takes like um an action figure mm-hmm. and he shows off the figure and all its accessories, and then he shows all the way all different ways you can pose the figure. Um he'll use okay. like flight stands, he'll use all kinds of cool stuff. Um, but he does these really, really awesome, like really high quality YouTube videos. And so we got him on the podcast. Sometime last year yeah, yeah. and um, like late last year and um, his his have a chat with us remains our longest one. It was like almost three hours. Yes. Oh, my God. And just kept talking and talking. But wow. um, he's an awesome guy. And so he's actually an art teacher in Croatia. Mm. So, uh, so he um, when we made our Patreon, I um, asked him if he could make us some custom um, like badges for the tiers for the Patreon. Mm. And our first tier is clone trooper. So I said, hey, if you want to, like, could you make a 1313 battalion clone trooper? And so this was the design that he came up with. That's badass. 1313 above the brow there. and Yeah. Yeah. So now we actually have guys, we have one in Germany and one yes. from Canada who are making 1313 battalion black series action figures. Like, Oh, come on now. That's look- cool.
2: They look yes. so cool, like and, yeah. and someone
3: made a custom ARC trooper of me mm-hmm. in the in the battalion on um, color. So I mm-hmm. thought that that was super cool, and oh yeah, it's super so that person is making them too. So since yes. you
2: guys are big Hasbro fans, they're doing those, yeah. you know, those. Stories. Uh, yes, yeah. yes. Are you about. planning on buying any of those? Because oh I, yeah, I, you, I oh, sure yeah. as hell am. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna get
3: one, and I'm just gonna pop the head off and put it on my custom ARC trooper. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and well, I'm great. gonna.
2: I'll probably get one and pop it on a Han Solo action figure, just because that mm-hmm. I've got one cosplay that I've done. I've, I've got just about every, except for Hoth. I have every Han Solo outfit. Well, so, awesome. and then other, and then yeah. I am currently in the process of putting together uh, the book of Boba Fett, Boba Fett armor. So,
1: so
2: that'll that'll be my thing. But I'm I'm an artist too. I, I don't know if you've yeah. seen any of my drawings on on the TikTok channel, but uh, I've not. I have actually I. I I work for a university. I'm a staff okay. member at a university and I help teach graphic design. So that's yeah. why I was
0: asking you if you're a graphic designer. I, I, yeah. It, art has always been a hobby of mine. Uh, so I used to like, I used to paint and draw like a ton. Like when I was younger, I just kind of lost time to. Mm-hmm. But um, now that I'm older, it's like the, the creative outlet I have is this, it's making the shirts and now it's, we've been working on helmets a lot. So um, I have this one I recently just finished of Echo. Dude, and then have, that is and bad. Then I had this one of Uh-oh. a 332nd. Nice. And eventually we I am going to be making a 1313 battalion helmet. So that's awesome. That's gonna be probably my next helmet project after I do rest. I don't stuff.
2: know if I can I, I don't know how well it's gonna translate into uh I I did a recreation of since I love Rebels so much, I did kind of a recreation of the death of Kanan. Uh, I, I painted that digitally the other day. It's really oh. hard to see.
1: Yeah. I thought that was a screenshot. You took a screenshot.
2: No, 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 no. I've, I've got it here on my monitor, but I can't really share a screen or else I'd okay. yeah. share it with you. But um, yeah, really uh, thank you. Thank you. I've got a lot of uh, art that I posted on the TikTok channel you, if you want to check it yeah. out. And that's yeah. the other thing too, with Starlock Digest. We're trying to branch out into all the different media. We're, we're old guys, so we're all on Facebook, uh, but we also have Instagram channels and we've got, um, I started the TikTok with the One Minute Toy Reviews. And mm-hmm. um, I tell you what, man, those things, oh, they drive me crazy. It, it takes Absolutely. so much, because I think one of you reached out to me and said, we'd like, we've seen your TikTok channel. We like how yeah, positive yeah. these reviews are and we'd like to have you on the show. And um, I, it's it's flattering, it really is. But man, those things, it's it's That's a labor funny. of love. It takes me forever to do those things. Mm. The other, yeah, but yeah. I've this Friday is going to be my last one-minute toy review for a while, and then I'm going to go into a segment of what's on the shelf in the toy room. So I, I record in one day, I recorded 34 of these episodes, and it's just going to be bam, bam, bam every other day. I'll drop one, but it's what's on a specific shelf in my toy room, and I'll just. Wow. go through it at a minute at a time because a minute seems to be the sweet spot to get into the shorts yeah. algorithm mm-hmm. on YouTube and it, it helps.
0: Yeah. The, um, the TikToks is what I, how I found you. I saw okay. Your, okay. your one minute things first. And I was yeah. Well, yeah. So I was like, Oh, this is like a really cool idea. Like putting it on TikTok. Cause we started trying to put some of our stuff on TikTok but we've mm-hmm. mostly just been doing clips from our show. Mm-hmm. So we've been trying to think of like we started doing like some like little bits like every so often like when we had like a good idea but now it's kind of like trying to think of oh what can we do to kind of expand our content on TikTok. Right. So I saw your stuff and I thought it was a great idea. Thanks. Yeah, I was trying we've got one guy Bootleg Joe
2: who uh he does a lot of toy photography and I was trying and we were all trying for months to get him to just just create a TikTok just, just create a TikTok. You're gonna do great, and he wouldn't take the plunge. He just wouldn't do it. And I'm like, you know what? Fine, I'll do it. And then I got suckered into it. And now, you know, a year later, every other day, I'm posting a minute long something, mm. and it's, it's, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I get a lot of better. I get a lot of good feedback on TikTok more so than YouTube. On YouTube, it seems like people are a little bit meaner.
0: Yeah, really. really?
2: So, yeah, I had a it, not everything. I, I seem to go very positive on everything, but not every figure that I review is necessarily a great figure. And I did one on a uh, best action Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle uh, Raphael figure because I'm I'm into all sorts of crap. So and uh, yeah, somebody told me I need to get a life, and I'm like, well, that's wow. mean. Why don't you come on here and do your own one minute toy review? dick so at at that point it's like just don't engage just just laugh it off because you're not going to please everybody all the time so Mm -hmm.
3: yeah my favorite thing on the internet actually and this is my favorite strategy is like i um i I posted a tweet um about the last obi-wan kenobi episode or no this tweet was from march yeah and it was when the obi-wan kenobi trailer came out and people were complaining about the way the grand inquisitor looked and I just tweeted out something about maybe it has something to do the same way they made Ahsoka's Montrals and Leku shorter in the Mandalorian because of practical stunts. Mm-hmm. So some guy the other day um, replied to my tweet from months March. ago. And he it was a picture of the Grand Inquisitor getting stabbed by Reva, and he was like, Yeah, practical stunts, right? So I just um I, I sat there for a second and I was like, How can I reply to this and completely like w- you know, wipe the pieces off the table? And I just right. was like I replied with something like, yeah, oh, so yeah, like, oh, I'm go. so sad to see him go so quick. Hope we see him again. And he just replied with <laughs> something like, yeah, me too. And it was, like, super, like. <laughs> you diffused
2: it. I love it. Yeah, you diffused exactly. the situation. If
3: you just refuse to engage yeah. with these people. But, like, you just say something that's so positive. They're, like, so out there that they don't know how to reply, like, rudely. Yeah. It just gets rid of the gets rid of the problem, <laughs> right, at its source. It's great. Yeah.
2: That is, that's a great way to do it. And, and uh, you know, I, I do my best and I I also go through the, uh, the stages of, Oh yeah, well, I'm going to, I'm going to sit here. I'm (laughs) going to screw you, man. I'm going to get, and then, you know, I'm I'm ready. I've got the enter button. I'm like backspace, backspace, backspace. (laughs) I just delete it. You know, it's like you get it out of your system just by typing it and then
1: just don't send. And then you're like, all right, cool. I know what I was going to say. He doesn't need to know. I feel like that's fair. I feel like I thought for uh certain TikTok would get you a little bit more of the negative criticism to begin with, just because you obviously on YouTube, you have your general fan base, but then on TikTok, you have your fan base, plus anybody else who's just like already yeah. on like a Star Wars TikTok kind of thing. Right. Maybe, to begin with. Um...
2: Our TikTok following is about quadruple what it is on YouTube. So mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to find a way to get people to go from one to the other. You know, it's like, oh, if you think this is cool, check this out. And I've run mm-hmm. contests and stuff and I just, I get nothing. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. uh, I will review this figure. You want this figure? Subscribe on YouTube and you'll be in a drawing for this figure. And I'll, I'll mail it to you. I don't give a damn. I'll, I'll send it your way. No problem. But yeah, nothing, never get it. Yeah,
3: Yeah. that's something that we've noticed with TikTok too is you'll see people who have these massive, massive TikTok followings. I'm talking like hundreds of thousands, if not millions of followers. And then you go to, because these content creators, they get big on TikTok and then they try to branch out and Mm. create like YouTube channels and like, you know, social media followings and other things like that. And you go to like their YouTube channel and it's maybe like 1% of their TikTok following because I feel like there's just something about TikTok where it's just that scroll feature. A lot of times people don't hit that follow button. And then beyond that, like I know there's like the following feature on TikTok. I don't, I I barely ever use it, you know, maybe once in a blue moon, I'll use it. But I feel like most people, unless they continuously see you on the for you page, even then they're not going to, Go look into your content. It's right. that scrolling thing that people like to do.
2: It, it's funny because I joined TikTok and I, I didn't want to do it. I really didn't because it's a young man's game, and I am not a young man. So I, I put in, you know, it asks for your age and your 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 yeah, gender right. and all that, and I'm like, okay, forty seven years old. Yeah, I'm a I'm a guy. And then next thing I know, my, my feed, my for you is just booty shaking. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, this, and, and I took it, you know, my wife and I, we've been married for 25 years. We had our 25th wedding anniversary two weeks Congratulations. ago. Congratulations! Nice. Thank you very much. And, you know, I, I signed up for TikTok and I'm like, oh God. And I walked up and I handed her the phone. I said, this is what's on TikTok. And she's like, oh my God. And I'm like, I know, Right. I didn't ask for this. My hashtags I follow were Star Wars and Star Wars content, you know. Yep. And pff, wow, you can't escape it. No. You can't, you can't escape it Obi-Wan. <laughs> no. You can't run from the booty shaking. <laughs> you can't. And it's just like, okay, wow. Good 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 for you. You got it. You want to flaunt it. Go for it, but I don't I don't want to see it. So. And that's the
3: thing. It's it's I think that with TikTok, it's um Amplified of the, amplified version of what the problem with social media is is people get so enticed by the the likes and the comments, and, and it yeah. gives them a sense of like satisfaction and a sense of um, what's the word that I'm looking for? A sense of like
0: dopamine rush. Yeah, they get that you <laughs> yeah. that
3: instant dopamine rush from getting yeah. all the likes it's and follows. Pleasure. And you know what gets it on TikTok? Booty shaking. That's, That's right. what gets it. And but beyond that, again, like if you see these people, they get this big following from wearing like scantily clad outfits and stuff like that. And then you look at like all these things, they're trying to like build a brand for themselves Yeah, and yeah. it almost never works mm-hmm. unless you get corporations and brand deals involved, but that involves them coming to you. You don't like reach out to Disney and you know, right. they, they reach out to you.
0: You don't say, Hey Disney, I shake my booty for a million people.
3: <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah, Right. right? They, go, yes. they come to you. They're Some like, Hey, you works. shake your booty for so, a million people. Here's a product. He's a bad,
2: bad, box. He's a well, bad, bad box. One of the one of the cool parts about um, going the positive route and, and posting the, the episodes that we that we posted are we were able to reach out to Lucasfilm Publishing and uh, Lucasfilm directly mm. and we, we got a uh, we now get books in advance. So mm. we we can review books. Yeah, we got we uh, Chris just started reading the new uh, Lando and Luke book uh, yesterday. So, um, I guess it's
3: least on like a pisana, yeah,
2: yeah, right? that's part of it. It just he sent us the synopsis that's in the book, and I'm like, damn, this is gonna be a depressing book because uh-huh. you know for a fact it's got Ray's parents in it. It's got uh, Lando looking for his kid. It's got uh the shadow of the Sith out there somewhere. And it's like none of these things end positively because we see what happens in Rise of Skywalker. So, Gonna be one depressing book, but I'm all in, I can't wait to read it. And but we get that stuff, and that led us into uh meeting Mark Thompson, who does the audio voice, who does the reading of the novels. On, on, yeah, right? It's wrong. So,
0: yeah. I gotta pull his
2: it drawn, he did a uh, He did an ad for us, and uh, it's this whole an ad voice for you guys, he did Whoa. an ad for us, and it was him as and he's a. This is Grand Admiral Thrawn. So, you are listening so cool. to the Sarlacc Digest. Hmm, Sarlacc Digest. What a
0: clever name. Mm. It, yeah, it was a, really cool. I'm a big Thrawn fanboy. I recently mm. I picked this up. It's the um, oh. collector's edition of the final Thrawn ascendancy, Lesser Evil. And oh. it is uh, signed by Timothy Zahn himself. That's nice. He's, but, a, um, he's a nice guy. Mm-hmm but I listened to the entirety of the audiobooks for it. So I'm very familiar yeah. with Mark Thompson and his oh, work. Oh yeah. He's funny um, too.
2: Oh, he's really sure. funny. <laughs> I, yeah. I follow him on Facebook. We met him the other day at celebration. He was walking around mm. in a Jedi outfit. So very, he was our very first, uh, interview that we did on online whenever we would because we used to actually meet at a house and we would all record like you guys do around a table
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and
2: you squeeze you know six idiots around a table and you know put a camera on them I and it's 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 interesting but uh you know once we started doing this youtube thing we were going online he was our very first interview and okay. he that was the one where it was we were so excited and the internet was so bad that he kept breaking oh. up on us but Whenever we met him at Celebration, he's like, oh, guys. And we got our photo taken with him. That's, That's awesome. And that led to, like, Dominic Pace, who's the gecko, who's everywhere. If you've ever seen he's in the Mandalorian. He's one of the bounty hunters. Okay, he, yeah. He goes out and does all sorts of things. So we met him online, and then we ended up having a uh, – we had an event where people were coming in for autographs and stuff, and they got to meet him. And we've uh, interviewed and met Chris Bartlett, who was Q9, and he's C-3PO, and, okay, you guys are familiar. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And Timothy Zahn and Ashley Eckstein and Dee Bradley Baker. And um, my sister went to school with uh, Omid Abtahi, who is Dr. Pershing on, on The uh, Mandalorian. So oh, wow. my sister and a friend of mine are like, hey, we went to school. You want to meet him? And I'm like, Yeah. So we were his first podcast he ever went on and did an interview. It was it wow. just being positive and putting yourself out there. You might not get a lot of followers necessarily or a lot of clicks on everything, but it gives you opportunities. And mm-hmm. that's that's how I like to look at it. You know, we've without this attitude that we've gone into it with you we wouldn't have met these people we wouldn't have been able to have conversations with people i wouldn't have uh dominic pace seeing me from a distance at celebration say scott come over here and get a you know get my phone uh, my phone my picture taken with you know he went in full costume too as the gecko it was really cool so it's just it's opened up all of these really cool doors for us and um that's just why i try and urge people be positive. Cause you know what? The negative stuff just sucks. Mm-hmm, yeah. Or you know what? Be negative and allow me and my buddies to get more positivity and, and more opportunities.
0: Have at it, whatever. That's the one thing for us is like our positivity positivity hasn't led us into the gates of Lucasfilm yet, but we've like really, really branched into the star Wars community online. Yeah, that's we've great. like we've touched ever. We've had Rex around on the show. We've had Mike case on the show, Papa Gord out of the basement. We've kind of spread, we're like a virus. We're going throughout like, the Star Wars yes. YouTube community. Nice. And we're getting everybody. Yeah. And we're just creating like this, like because Mike Case went to celebration, and I had no clue I was gonna be able to be able to get that Paz Vizla uh John Favreau figure. And I just yeah, texted nice. my case, like a guy that has a couple hundred thousand subs. I was like, Can you get me a code for the Paz Vizla? And he was like, sure. So um that's chat. cool. That was super yes. cool. It's just at least opportunities that I never thought would be possible. But now it's just like within the YouTube community of Star Wars. So, mm-hmm. um, next is the uh, Star Wars Kids YouTube channel. We're coming for that. That's cool. That's what? cool. You know what that. though? Reach out. Reach
2: out to Lucasfilm though, because I mean, why not? You guys have the presence. You guys have you know the the positivity of it. What's the worst that could happen is they could say not right now. Yeah. Right. Try back in a little while. You know, uh, one. And that, that, the thing that does drive me crazy about Star Wars, especially with Celebration, is we, we put the application in to be one of the official podcasts, you know, that they kind of welcome oh, on the boy. podcast stage. But yeah. we were denied. And it was, we were denied, but all of these podcasts with these massive hundreds of thousands of followers were granted. And it's like, they don't need the help the little guy is the one who needs the help you know the the little guy with the smaller following smaller dedicated following they're the ones who need the assist not Mm. star wars i don't know star wars theory was on there but i doubt it but even even still you know it just the the smaller community are the ones that need a little bit of a boost you know yeah so Mm -hmm. uh but yeah, just why not reach out to Lucasfilm? Why not reach out to Lucasfilm Publishing? The worst mm-hmm. that could happen, like I said, is they could say,
0: not right now. Mm-hmm. Then you try again in a month. We almost had somebody that produced a Star Wars show on, on the on the podcast. Yeah. I'm not going to mention oh, yeah. that. We almost had him on. He was down, and then like he got really busy, and he had to like skip town. So that ah, was kind of but, yeah, yeah. We are this close to greatness. <laughs> I will say, though, like...
3: Having we've had so many people on the show now, I think this will be our twenty seventh Have a Chat episode. Nice. Um, so we've had we've had quite a few, and um, it's it's a lot of fun to do. But we've had our fair share of people that bail. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll like text people. Uh, I've texted so many people and just been like, "Hey, want to get on the podcast?" They'll say, "Yeah," and then it's like the day of. And it's radio silence from them. And we never hear from them again. And it's like, that sucks, man, and it's like, it just leaves a bad taste mm-hmm. in my mouth. And the sad yeah.
0: thing is, is the majority of those people were from TikTok. That yeah. Uh, whole 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 so you, you
2: guys really put yourselves out there asking me to come on board. I almost, I almost had to, because my wife actually got COVID from Celebration. Oh, oh damn. Yeah, man. she did. So she was down for the count and I'm thinking, oh God, I'm screwed. It's just, it's just a matter of time. And on Monday, I called out sick because I was starting to get the sore throat. I'm like, oh my God, this is going to suck. And I was like, okay, I don't want to cancel on these guys, but I might, I might have to, because if I had what she had, she couldn't speak. It it all kind of hit her in the throat. So she couldn't, she couldn't talk. And then I'm, I'm like, oh, that's, that really sucks to be a part of a podcast interview. And
1: and just be sitting here like this. And
2: I do. Do. Yeah. I just sound like an old man. You get off my lawn, you know. Uh, but luckily it cleared up and I'm okay. So That's I cool. didn't want to cancel on you guys. No. And I've been looking at I've been watching your videos and stuff, and they're entertaining, you know, it's fun, it's energetic. And I, I got not gonna lie, first one I looked at, I'm like, oh man, these guys are kids. I'm gonna look like the old fart in the group in the
0: room. <laughs> <laughs> We try to keep the energy up. Cause that's yeah, like yeah. one thing I grew up watching guys like Markiplier and Jacksepticeye and their entire U- uh, like YouTube presence was energy, energy, energy. And I was yeah. like, I kind of grew up with that. So that's kind of like where I derived that from where it's just like, I want to try to be entertaining. I want to yeah. at least make, cause we take an hour of somebody's time. I want to make it worthwhile. So I right. do my best to so actually impact their day in a positive way. So, you uh, you
2: know, I told you what my first Star Wars film was that I saw in theaters. Uh, what was yours? What was your fir- first Star Wars experience in a theater? I think it might be the
3: same one for all three of us. Yeah, The Clone Wars. Yeah, probably. The Clone Wars uh, 2008. Movie. The really? The of The Clone yep. Wars.
0: Okay. In Skywalker Saga, it would be um, when they re released Phantom Menace yep, in
1: theater yes. in 3D. Okay. All right. That's cool. You must all that because, yeah. That's re- Revenge of the Sith came out when he was just like a year after he was born. So <laughs> our dad said, I am bringing them to the theater because they're going to start crying and ruin it for me. <laughs>
0: right. Right. So you guys are all brothers? No, uh, me and him. Me I, and then Tommy's brother. like our best friend.
2: Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. Very cool. Okay. Nice. Nice. Um, yeah. I can't get my best friend to get on, on a podcast for the life of me. He's like, I don't know what I would say or do. And my mm-hmm. My siblings are not interested. So I I'm, it's funny because my entire family got into real estate and I didn't. I got into art and, and being a nerd. So it's yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's my thing. They're all they're all well to do in real estate, and I'm the one who has a toy collection. Real so. estate, boring. boring. <laughs> <laughs> not, like, property. <laughs> like, like property? Exactly. <laughs> Uh it's that's great. But yeah, so uh what was your okay, so whenever you experienced Star Wars was it was it just kind of always omnipresent in your lives because of your 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 parents or yeah. did you actually have like a first viewing of the trilogies and did you watch them in order or, or order of release or how did you experience your, those?
3: Okay, so I'll go first. So okay. um, I am a Star Wars fan because of my father. Okay. My father is probably one of the only people who's I would confidently say is a bigger Star Wars fan than me. Um, nice. In the nineties, my father had a Star Wars museum in his apartment. And there nice. was like our local newspaper did a did a um a bit about it and he has it framed. Like because he just had his little tiny like apartment was a Star Wars museum with action figures and everything. Um <laughs> he knows every word of the original trilogy. He could recite the whole script beginning to end of all three movies. And he I think he can do the Phantom Menace too. I'm almost positive. Um he has been a member of the 501st. Um oh, so cool since, for like I want to say close to twenty years because I'm, I'm twenty one. So he's been almost my whole life. Uh, he was one of the people that like was on the one of the first people to make like clone trooper armor. Nice. For um, the five hundred first, he was on mm-hmm. the approval board for a while. Um, but he raised me into Star Wars. Like as long as far back as I can remember, the movies would be on. I would be getting Star Wars toys all the time. I had Star Wars everything. Nice. And um, I. As I got older, like when I got into high school, I was way more into like Marvel and like other things. But then right around my junior year of high school, I fell right back into Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And I have never left since. That's awesome. My obsession. He was a big collector. I have been infected by his collecting. And, you, you know, got the... I got bit by the bug. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah so I 100 percent. I always say it on the podcast. I owe it to my dad for giving me this whole lovely thing but Mm -hmm. yeah
2: hold on to him dude because you know yeah yeah, that's awesome that my dad and i we shared star wars uh one of my first memories of my dad because he was my stepdad Uh, one of my first memories with my stepdad was sitting on his shoulders in line to see empire strikes back when in in 80 1980 so and that was right after he and my mom got married so i mean that he was he was my dad from from you know that memory on that and every star Wars movie up and he, he didn't make it through the entire saga, unfortunately. So he didn't see rise of Skywalker, but every, every star Wars movie that came out, I would always go with my dad. That's awesome. So that that's, yeah, that, that's awesome, man. Hang on to him. That's cool. What mm-hmm. about you two guys?
1: We have so, a very similar. Story. So for our dad, at least from our knowledge, one of his friends went to China. Don't know what the occasion was, but came back from China with a bootleg box set of the first six Star Wars movies. So, like, there's an option to watch it in English and then in Chinese as well. Oh, wow. But he just kind of sat us in front of a TV and just kind of put it on for us. And I can just very much remember just sitting in front of the TV watching Revenge of the Sith on repeat with Jacob all the time because it was the coolest one out of the six, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Had the most action. We thought clone troopers were awesome as well. Mm But from there, kinda like what Tommy said, when I got into middle school, when there's the whole like Star Wars drought of my time, we kind of mm-hmm. like fell off of it. And we got like really big into like destiny, if you know what that is. I do yeah that became like our star wars because it was like space and it was cool right. but then when force awakens came back out i kind of dipped my toes back on the water with jacob i feel like we weren't really too much into it yeah it was but then we did it was force yeah.
0: awakens came out and we saw we saw all the new star wars movies like yeah. opening night and we were just like this is cool because it's star wars but we never like got like back into it, back into it. And then we were supposed to go to Disney because me and Jackson were in a vocal group together and we were Mm. invited to sing at Disney Springs. So we had a a trip planned and everything and then COVID canceled the trip. Ah, With that, we took our Disney money and we're like, well, we were going to go to Galaxy's Edge and we were going to get these lightsabers. So might as well just get the few that we wanted. So that's how this collection started was just getting the odds and ends of lightsabers that we wanted. And then we started getting more And more and then we started getting some from ultra saber which i regret but um (laughs) uh, we got those and then the mandalorian started and then we got Mm. hit with the rise of skywalker at the same time and rise of skywalker is one of my favorite star wars movies just because Mm. it was one of those things because it was like collecting and then it's just mandalorian (laughs) skywalker just absolutely sucker punched me back into this fandom into yeah what we see here today now and uh, i feel like a prominent reason as to why i started getting heavily back into it was because of tommy mm. because i had somebody other than my brother and my dad to talk about at the time we had it was tommy and then we had our buddy named caleb smith who uh he's moved away now to uh texas but um yeah whole name uh, but no we were like really good friends with him and we Star so Wars battlefront every single night we were called yeah. battlefront gang that was like our group name nice um but no that was like a thing that prominently pushed us back into the star wars fandom
2: that's awesome. Yeah, man. Uh, 1983, I still remember standing in line for return of the Jedi with my family. And then, um, you know, at the end of it, we all thought, Oh man, that was great. Star Wars was so amazing. It's so bad that it's so sad that it's over, you know, and then from, you know, mm-hmm. 83, well, I guess the, the toy line still went until 85. So from 85 until, you know, 90, 95. So that 10 year, what they call the dark times, uh, you know, it was okay. Well, during that time, what am I going to do? I'm going to, Oh, I, I met my uh, girlfriend who, you know, eventually became my wife. And while well, I was in high school and it was music and, you know, going to concerts and doing all this stuff, but always in the back of my mind, there was always Star Wars. Where's, oh, man, I, I really miss Star Wars. You know, I love, love Star Wars. I wonder if it's ever going to come back out again. And then in 95 I was working at an old store that nobody's ever heard of anymore called Service Merchandise. And I was the assistant manager of the toy department. So this oh. is 95 and I'm back in the back helping, them, helping the guys unload a truck. And out comes this box. And on it, it says SW Power of the Force. And I'm like what's this? <laughs> Rip it open, tear it open. All these. Here's Luke Skywalker, but he's like yoked, you know, and he's yeah. got the <laughs> yeah. saber. And here's Darth Vader, and he's yoked. And I'm like, oh my God, these are incredible. They look just <laughs> like the I mean, back then, you know, we you saw the vintage figures, they didn't look a thing like the original actors, right? Mm-hmm. But these they kind of somewhat resembled the actors. So I was like, oh my god. I bought the whole case and I was back in from, from that moment on, it just, that was 95. It hasn't stopped, you know? And I'm lucky enough that I I always have this joke with my wife though. And like, we're, we're driving down the road one day. And this was before those figures came out. And I love Batman, the animated series, the old from the nineties. Right. Mm -hmm. And I looked at her one day and I'm driving. I'm like, do you think it'd be weird if I collected Batman figures? And she goes, go for it. And she says to this day, she wish she would have said, yes, that is weird because now (laughs) we've got all of this and we've got a room in the house that's dedicated to star Wars and GI Joe and transformers. I mean, I I get into all of it. So, but star Wars is my, my number one. Mm -hmm. So I keep doing this as if everybody watching can see what's above my head. Mm -hmm. So
0: that's how, that's how I am. I started dabbling into Marvel legends for some figures and I started, I have a very, very, very small NECA collection because I, I like those figures at the time were more expensive than uh, Black Series, and I was like, mm-hmm. I'm only going to cherry pick these and like the very few that I really, really want. So I pretty much have my definitive collection. All I want is a Michael Myers, and then I'm good. I got everything I want. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's it's that, and then there's Marvel, and then I also Lego was my first before I started dabbling into Black Series because we had like the main thing going on. Mm-hmm. but that was just kind of like a family kind of collection. I was like, well, I want something of my own. So I started collecting Lego and now the prices are going up on that. now too. Oh yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> <was already> <laughs> people always ask me if I'm, I'm my, my last name, believe it or not, is not solo. Uh, my last name, <laughs> I know, right? Shocking. Uh, my, my last name is Kruger. So people always go, Freddy? Oh, so are you a Freddy fan? And I'm like, no, I'm not a Freddie fan. This Since 1984, sucked. people have gone, Oh, like Freddie. I'm like, no not like freddy Mm -hmm. so uh but yeah i don't collect i don't collect horror stuff pretty much Mm -hmm. exclusively because i'm tired of freddy krueger sharing my name
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah there's an elm street near where we live and uh the amount of puns i've made about it is dude i whenever i was
2: i don't know uh, probably about seven or eight we lived on elm street that is pretty funny (laughs) krueger's
3: on elm street krueger's on elm street it was
2: You probably yeah. got it
1: Do you have any no. bad dreams? No, I
2: know right. No because uh, honestly that was that was about 2 or 3 years before the movie came out. So uh, no, no.
3: We
1: avoided that, but yeah. No, I told you I'm old. Bullet it there. <laughs> So looking at your collection, I yes. want to kind of touch on the expanse of sideshow figures that you have. Are you yeah. very much like a big sideshow collector in general, or do you cherry pick those for what your favorites are?
2: I do cherry pick those. Um, I, I wish I could afford to, to have a, a, a vast collection of them. Um, only, mm-hmm. let me see, one, two, three, four, five. I think five of them are sideshow. The rest are hot toys, oh. which are you know kind of similar. Um it's like I've got the Mandalorians up here. I've got Din Djarin and Grogu and uh, the Armorer, and then Darth Vader and Luke over there and it kind of goes all the way down. I've got Indiana Jones down here because I love Indiana Jones too. Nice. But um yeah, I just got in today at Darth Maul. So Darth Maul's coming. So is Ahsoka. Ahsoka is probably one of my absolute favorite Jedi of all time. I really? I, I mean Soka and Rex. Oh, that's in there. Yeah. That's so uh, I Whenever, whenever the Clone Wars movie came out, I was like, Oh God, this kid's going to bother the hell out of me because, you know, just sky guy and r and all that stuff. And man, if that wasn't the best bit of uh, character development in the run of that whole series to mm-hmm. the point where I think it was by season three, I was all in. I'm like, uh, yeah. or probably season two, actually I was all in. And she, all that little stuff that used to bug me. I'm like, I don't care. She's cool.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: um, so yeah, I've got Ahsoka coming in. I've got Captain Rex right there.
1: Ooh,
2: nice. I, I don't want to talk because uh, she's not she's not here. I got two. <laughs> I got two more coming too. I've got yeah, uh oh. um uh, Boba Fett with the throne from the book of Boba I have Fett. that one coming, yep. Yeah, and uh God, what is it? Oh, Bokatan, because I love Bo Katan, so yeah. Yeah, that's sweet. The one thing
3: I would like to do is um, do a, uh, and I'm hoping this summer because I'm a workaholic. I'm hoping I can use that to my advantage this summer. Um, I would love to get all the five zero first hot and have a nice because I have the um the deluxe version of the just the regular five zero first clone trooper. That was Mm -hmm. my first one, and then I also got the well I'm I'm doing a payment plan right now for the Boba Fett with the throne. That was just Mm -hmm. one of those things where I saw it. And I was like, I need this. There yes. is no debate. I have to have
2: it. And you gotta and, have um, the one with the throne, not the one without the throne. Yeah, you gotta yeah, have the exactly. one with the throne. Yeah, yes. oh,
3: yeah. and uh, <laughs> then I saw that ATRT that mm. they showed off at celebration and that bark speeder with Commander Apo. And <laughs> I said, No. And I've been wanting the Arc Trooper Jesse and the Captain Vaughn that have been out for a while now. And I need I think first I need to get the Captain Rex. If I'm gonna get yeah. the 501st, such a good one. It'd you be cool yeah. just to have a shelf with all the hot toys 501st. But I can only imagine how huge that ATRT is gonna be.
2: Uh, it's, it's, it's big one
3: scale. Did you see it in person when you were there?
2: Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's big. It's, it's like it's two feet. Uh you know, it was a little less than two feet, I think. Feet. they had it they had it in a glass case, so it yeah. was kind of hard to judge, but it was dude, it's it's really cool.
1: That's so, sweet.
0: Yeah, I but love, uh, yeah, I love these things. I just wish I could afford them all. Yep. Yeah, so you know. The hot toys that we have behind us are the these two were gifts um, from my mom and I to nice. our dad. My mom and I and my brother from for Christmas. And then the uh, on mm-hmm. Guard is one that he just bought on his own. And then for Christmas last year, I gave Jackson majority of the money to get Hunter. Yes. Uh, nice and I have yet to get myself Echo, and I really want it. <laughs> Echo's cool, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, what <laughs> my mom
2: would, my mom still, every now and then, she'll buy me for Christmas a Hot Toys figure. Oh, so,
1: man. yeah, oh, no, she dude.
2: she got me uh, Luke, and uh, she bought Leia and Chewbacca and Han Sweet. for me. Yeah, the rest are my own personal
1: splurges. <laughs> so <laughs> that's,
2: that's
1: I have awesome. my first one actually coming in the mail tomorrow. It's oh, what'd jam- you get? Just because Django Fett was always my favorite character growing up, like watching only like, really the prequel films and seeing yeah. him. Wait, you like Django Fett? You like Django Fett? It's a dead joke on this podcast that i'm okay. obsessed with because i talk about him all the time but he's okay. just so cool to me because he looked awesome he's my favorite color i like the silver and everything so i've just been so like stoked for it to come he was the highlight of attack of the clones for me i, I think oh. attack of the clones
2: was not my favorite of you know nine movies it's it's at the bottom but you know what the best part of it was django
1: and the, the whole
2: what
0: was that I said, I think the romance is the best part.
2: I can't mute you from here, so uh, <laughs> we'll take but, care of that. <laughs> you no, know, Django, Django is awesome, um, and actually, get—I've met Tamora a couple of times. You have? Yes. Oh and, man, that's awesome. I met him at San Diego because I did. Uh, we used to go to San Diego Comic Con, my wife and I. Uh, we did it for about eighteen years, and. Yeah. Uh, I want to say it was 2006. So it was right at, no, it was 2005. It was after Revenge of the Sith came out. He was there signing autographs wow. and yeah, I got to meet him there. And he's one of those that won't just rush you through the line. That's He'll awesome. actually have a little bit of a conversation with you. Um, and then this past celebration, I met him again. And that dude is, he is so stoked to be back in star Wars again. That makes me at, happy at the level that he's at, that he is just, yeah, it's, it's really, The level of enthusiasm from the actors and being included in Star Wars now is just, it's insane. You know i could
3: feel it i mean i yeah. watched the live streams like you were there so yeah. i know you probably felt it you saw the haka
2: yeah you did it in person yeah. or uh no i, I was yeah. in a line watching the big screen and he was just on the other side of a uh, of, of a curtain doing the haka so that's awesome
3: yeah but you just like i don't know there's just something about all this upcoming star wars content where whether it's the producers or the actors or the writers you can just feel the passion behind all the projects. Yeah, the passion, I feel like wasn't excitement. really there as much before.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. and just getting to if you have a chance to go to a celebration or a convention where any of the actors are, um, that feeling is kind of palpable. Whenever you're whenever you're standing in front of them, too, yeah. it's like uh, Katie Sackhoff. I, I got to have a conversation with her. That's cool, uh, and she's just she's a nerd, man. She is she is one of us. And so is her husband. They're just both one of uh, they're they're like us, you know. They're such uber nerds that they just they're so excited to be there. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito, that mm. was the coolest dude that I have ever met in my life. He's just all handshakes, grinning from ear to ear. He wants to sign everything for everybody, mm-hmm. and that that dude what that dude was really super cool. So. Mm yeah it's just there's something about the excitement level it's just like i said it's palpable and then Mm -hmm. whenever they're showing they they have chopper rolling out on stage and i'm like uh, okay okay i'm in ahsoka you you mean ahsoka is going to be
0: season five of rebels yeah okay i'm in yep -hmm. i'm so sad we didn't get to go to celebration this year i feel like this was like the biggest year to miss celebration I'm like, I'm so mad. I say that every time I miss a celebration. This
2: was only my third celebration where um, some of the other guys were, they had gone to some of the other ones. But um, I had been to Los Angeles uh, back in 2007, I want to say. And it it was awful. It was just awful. And that's just because it was Los Angeles. You don't want to go to LA. It just sucks there. I've heard that. Yeah. But then the last two have been in Anaheim right across the street from Disneyland, literally right across the street from Disneyland. And it's, there's something about Anaheim and being that close to the source of all of it. That's just, it's really cool. You can walk across the street and go to star Wars land. You know, it's, it's really neat. Yeah.
3: I know when I was a kid, my dad went to celebration two and celebration Mm -hmm. three. Okay. And he would bring me back, he would print out like pictures and put them in like little um folders for me to just look at pictures of things that he saw at celebration. And that was always something that
2: I that I cherished. And I would stare at
3: for hours for some. That's reason. cool. Yeah. Let me
2: tell you how you get it's, the problem that you'll find though, whenever you go to a celebration is if you want to meet the actors, if you want to get a photo with them or if you want to get um, an autograph by them, all the prices are really, really really expensive and if you meet them outside of that and that's official picks or whatever the name of that company is that does that that spearheads that uh Mm -hmm. if you meet them outside of at just a regular convention you're going to pay half price you're going to pay half that price to meet the people so you know if you see any of these actors if you see that tomorrow morrison is going to be at a show do it man because i guarantee you can afford going up and saying hi to the guy and just He loves to hear stories about people's passion for the characters that he's portrayed, and that's really cool to just see him talk to people about. It. I mean, if you love Django so much, you go up to him and say, "You know, Django is my dude." He's gonna say, "Let's have a picture" or something like that. You know, it's just that's how cool he is. So
3: I'd love to meet him. Um, so I have a story that Jacob wants me to talk about. So um, my so Dave Filoni. Um, the college that he graduated from um, is near where we are. So he went, I think it might've been 2010, 2011 sometime around then when clone wars only had a couple seasons out, mm-hmm. he went to do like a talk at his, his college. And um, my father went to go see him. And uh, at the end, my father got the chance to like talk to him um, for like 10 minutes or something like that. And, uh, He Before he went, he asked me and my sister, who are both big fans of the Clone Wars, he said, "What I can ask him one question from each of you, what do you want? And um, at the time, my sister only asked, and I remember I was so mad at her for asking, will we see Commander Cody again? I was like, that's such a dumb question. But (laughs) I I asked him if we would ever see a Wookiee Jedi in the Clone Wars, okay? Mm -hmm. And this would only have been like when season two or three was out. And uh, so my dad went and talked to him and my dad came back and he was, I said, so how was it? How was it? And he said, well, he's like the most down to earth guy, super cool to talk to. Um, and then he said that he said, well, he answered your question. And I said, okay, well, what did he say? And he did, you know, the Dave Filoni reaction. He goes, Oh, well, I don't know. That'd be really cool. if <laughs> uh, There was a Wookiee Jedi. And then in season five, I think it was, we saw Gunji. Yeah. In Star Wars, The Clone Wars. And I like to think in my head that
2: it was your idea. <laughs>
3: the reason that he exists is because of that question that I asked, had my dad ask him back in like 2010, 2011. But, um, and now we're seeing Gungi in the Bad Batch. Bad Batch. So, How
2: cool is that? <laughs>
3: he lived. He lived through Order 66. He, he did. Do uh, you, you see Obi Wan Kenobi, the newest episode? Yes, I have. So, spoilers for the episode of uh, newest episode of Obi Wan Kenobi. Skip okay. like. I don't know. However long you need Five to skip minutes. Um, and now I'm hoping that he is not in the inquisitor's Minton in box collection. Of
2: <laughs> Jedi. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, I don't think he is. Um, I, 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 you know, I kept thinking that we were going to end up seeing Quinlan Voss in there because Me they too. had brought up Quinlan in you know, the last episode. And I was very thankful that we didn't see him in there, but um, I think, I think Gungie's life is going to be nice and long, like a Wookiee yeah. should. And I yeah. think that him being in the Bad Batch is probably our closest opportunity to get him in a in a uh, Black Series figure. Yeah, I think they'll probably Ooh. produce him for the Bad Dude. Batch
0: line. Chewbacca repaint.
2: <laughs> that that annoys me because you, you could. <laughs> I look at I look at that Crescent figure and I think of all the missed opportunities with that figure. It'd just be using reusing a Chewbacca figure for that. But then I saw it in person. And it is so much better in person than it is oh, in all the really? photographs that we've seen. It is. Uh, I, I left cell- – because they had it on display at Celebration. After Whenever I went back to the hotel that night, I pre-ordered them because I refused. Really? I was like, I am not going to buy this figure. This is dumb. They need yeah. to resculpt the brand. They need to make them bigger. There's just something with the paint apps and the way they were able to make it look. It looks really legit in person. Good, so. that's good. I'm
3: glad to hear that. Yeah, and that's something that we've been saying for a while now about that line: is the pictures don't do the figures justice anymore. Mm-hmm. You have to get them in hand. To at least make your final judgment on them. They are now yeah. they,
0: whoever they got now to do the production. though is whoever does
3: really those good. promo yes. photos now does fantastic. Talk. They do.
2: They do the the one figure. I gotta say, um, I think I dropped it last week in my my one minute reviews is the uh, Mandalorian Ahsoka figure. That yeah, figure that is, is so gorgeous, yeah. and I'm I'm so stoked that I've got it in my in my collection here. But um, that that figure is really worth it. Uh, but yeah, I, I think having Gunji show up in the bad batch is our best opportunity to get him in a figure. And yeah. uh, what did you guys think of last night's episode okay. or today's episode? I watched I stayed up late. So here's where I'm at. Well, yeah. There were
3: two things that I, well, one thing I didn't like, and that's that the episode ended. Like I, I want more of it and I was kind of disappointed that the episode was shorter mm-hmm. um, than all the other ones by like 10 minutes. I think, um, mm-hmm. I, I think that I I'm, I'm glad that we've, tied the loose ends on the leia getting captured thing because i'm excited that now we have two episodes i thought they were going to drag out leia being captured for two episodes and they got it done in a nice quick way and now here we are we're going to have a very large battle on Jabim. um but i i don't know i love vader every time vader's on screen in this show he is ferocious he is He's everything I want him to be. And I loved Obi-Wan's robes. Yeah. Um, It's like a perfect mix of episode three and episode two. I just,
1: I love it. Yeah. I, because I see a lot of people saying that this might've been like their least favorite episode. Mm -hmm. So a common trend that I've already seen before, which I am very much going to call people out on, is Mm -hmm. that people will criticize these episodes because they're short and they weren't that action packed when they released. But mm-hmm. That is because you were in the hype of the show. As soon right. as Kenobi's over, and as soon as you rewatch it, that episode will shoot up on your list, and you will enjoy it more. Mm-hmm. An example for this that I have as well is for Tommy at least is the Frog Lady. He loves the Woo! Frog Lady arc and the frog, lady's frog Lady Frog Lady, baby. <laughs> but when that came out, that was the most frustrating thing for us because I was just yeah, like, okay, get it. on with the story. Like I don't want to see the Frog Lady anymore. Yeah, now I don't really have an issue with it because everything worked out in the end with the show. Right,
2: once you get to look at it as a whole, the, and that—that's—that's mm-hmm. that's why I always people that were criticizing the sequel trilogy were driving me crazy about how much they hated parts of it. And I'm like, but you don't yes. see the—you the, the, don't see the saga as a whole, yep. and it's the same thing with this yes, this was my least favorite episode in the three, but look at the three that we had before it. And you look at what came in in this episode compared to those. And this one to me felt like um, they wanted to play in their toy box. They wanted to reach into their toy box, pull out their favorite vehicle, do a thing with their favorite vehicle and have Vader go up against the, the, you know, and, but as a whole, just seeing things like the Inquisitors, you know, their collection, let's say, oh my god how horrible my, how my horrifying it was that? in my stomach like i was yeah.
3: like actually like like taken aback by like how gross that is that they yeah. have a collection Petrified. of dead jedi and one of the like literally in their training uniforms from the jedi temple younglings
0: Yo, like that just blows me away
1: terrible uh, and, uh,
0: I I sat there and I looked at that scene. I went, I don't know any of these guys. I don't
1: really care. (laughs) I'm just thankful I didn't know any of those
3: guys. Terra Sunube was the first one they showed. Was
2: it really? Well, I'm
3: assuming it was because it looks very, very similar Mm -hmm. to how he looked in The Clone Wars. And I could totally see that being intentional.
2: Yeah, I could. Dave, Dave Filoni does. I know he's not in charge but I know of this particular series but I know he is in influ- he influences all of it. He is oh, yeah. an executive producer of course. He does nothing by accident. There is a reason for everything. Mm. And that's another reason why I'm like just have faith. You know, have faith in where this is going. Have faith in where it's gone and you know. See now the episode before the big battle between Vader and Obi-Wan it was a great episode but yes it was filmed in my backyard essentially because all of those trees, all the Joshua trees, it, it was literally filmed about 20 miles from here. So I can go Amazing. there and I can see these. I'm like, oh man, I don't want to see my town as a, as a planet in Star Wars. It it, it that made it feel more like. Uh, and this sounds ultra crappy whenever I say it this way, and I don't mean it to. I really don't. It because it's. What's your opinion? It felt like a more of a fan film, like a really, really well done fan film with Mm -hmm. the original actors and, you know, great special effects. But because it was done in my town and, you know, I could see places that are kind of familiar. It's like that that made it feel, feel like it was done by the 501st or done by somebody with a really enormous budget. I I've I've heard people say that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like the uh, episode of the Mandalorian where Boba Fett comes back and it's Tython. It's set on Tython. That's just right outside of uh, right right there, right outside of Los Angeles. You know, it's I can drive there in about an hour and a half and then I'm I'm there on Tython. And that's that's weird, man, because George Lucas did do his absolute damnedest to make sure that every planet that everybody went to didn't look like it was on Earth. Yeah, You know? And, and so that's one of the reasons I love them using the volume is that they can make these otherworldly places, but every now and then they got to get out on, on location. And, uh, it's just, it's just weird whenever it's my backyard. It is. Mm. (laughs) So, but that's, that's not nothing against it, man, because I love the episode. I thought the episode was fantastic. It was just kind of jarring. It's like, oh, wow. They're, they're, they're down the street. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. But um, this episode, though, that that my, my only gripe about this episode was um, really the, the we are doing spoilers here a little bit. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or we're yeah? yeah. OK. So the snowspeeder that was just kind of hovering there shooting. And I'm like that that just kind of looks silly. I'm, I'm expecting it, you know, to do passes and, and all that. And I'm not used to just seeing a snowspeeder hover because even an empire. They didn't hover. Whenever they took off, they They went forward. When they landed, they went forward. It wasn't like a vertical takeoff and landing like an X-Wing. So it was weird just seeing it hover there. And I'm and if that's my only nitpick on an episode, well done. I mean, that's yeah. still yeah. a great episode.
1: I thought it was interesting to learn as well that those are towing vehicles to begin with, just because yeah. I remembered from Empire that they weren't made for the snow, and that was their biggest complaint. And the whole reason they do the circle joint around the at at because those are the towing cables to tow ships that's right so I feel Like that for me makes it reasonable that they can hover and get into position to tow something. okay see but- and it's it's things like the conversations i have with people like this
2: where i didn't think of that you're right problem fixed there we go okay no. it is now in my head cannon, and it works so all right my mm-hmm. only question is who puts guns on a towing machine hey you know when you got the empire around who wouldn't <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have that tag on you. <laughs> Stay right.
3: strapped or get clapped, Jackson, twenty twenty two.
2: Sorry, <laughs> that's so funny.
1: Oh my goodness.
2: So, anyway, I thought it was a good episode.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Oh
2: yeah. I mean, yeah. it wasn't my.
3: Was it as good? Because that's the thing is, I watch it like early in the morning before I begin my day, yeah. and mm-hmm. my classmates will be like. What, how was the new episode? How was the new episode? And I go, yeah, it was good. And they were like, was it as good as the last one? And I go, I didn't think so. But I mean, that doesn't mean that it's bad. Yeah. It's, it was still good. It, it just yeah. wasn't as good to me as the last episode.
2: Yeah. That, that happened a lot in the book of Boba Fett in the book of Boba yeah. Fett. It was not every episode was on. This is where star Wars on Disney plus kind of suffers is they do it week by week. Instead of yeah. giving you like on Netflix, everything all at once. And the Book of Boba Fett worked better as a binged show than it did by a week-by-week episodic show. Mm -hmm. And I could see where if they would have released Obi-Wan episode one, how people would have been annoyed. Because in episode two is where we got the glimpse of Vader for the first time. And everybody's tuning in for Darth Vader and Obi-Wan's showdown, right? And instead, we're getting uh, more of Riva, And her story, I think, is going to be really compelling once we start getting into her backstory. I want to know, was she one of those younglings? It sure looks like she was one of those younglings. Some of the things she said to Leia in today's episode, I'm like, okay, come on. Quit giving us us these little tidbits. I want more. I want to know more about your backstory. Why do you hate the Jedi so much if you were one of them, you know? Um, how do you know that Anakin is Vader? You know, not not everybody knows that. Not even yeah, any anyway. Okay. I want more.
3: I really <laughs> hope in these next two episodes, and we've gotten a deep dive on Obi-Wan's like struggle. Um, you know, we see him struggling just to lift up a tiny communicator on the ship when they're going to the Inquisitorius. It's
2: like muscle memory. If you don't use it, you yeah. lose it,
3: right? So. And so I I really just want to see. Him either meditating or doing something where he we get more of a deep dive on his mental state, and the same with Reva. I want to know, I really want to know, and that's what's keeping me so enthralled with the show. Not only just the fight between Vader and Obi-Wan, which is they're building it up, it's coming. Oh, yeah, Um, and the Empire is about to show up in full force on Jabim, but I think that I really really just want to see obi-wan i just want to get inside his head you know yeah. that, that's all i want
2: yeah and I, I i cannot stress how much i absolutely love the casting of leia i think yeah, that too. kid no. is stealing that kid and you and are stealing the show and i absolutely i'm whenever the show first started and you know we had no hint at all that leia was going to be a part of this yeah, thing. right oh yeah they were talking about online about how they had cast Luke and we had seen Luke in the, uh, you know, in the previews and in the, in the trailer. thank you. The trailer, there's that elusive word trailer. Uh, so we see that kid doing his thing and we're, and, and I'm like, but he can't le- exactly. He can't leave Tatooine though. So are we going to have another show set on Tatooine? What's, what's going to happen? Like, how's this going to work? And then the minute we saw Alderaan, I was like, no way, no way and then the minute you see the the kid and i'm like oh i'm in and then her her execution of the role and the way she's just sassy as hell i love it whenever obi-wan says you're my daughter and she goes granddaughter maybe i'm like yeah that is so something leia would say (laughs) it's and it makes sense now that that leia would name her son ben you know before it was like They kind of saw each other in passing. She knew that he was there on the Death Star when she was being rescued. And I always kind of thought that maybe she named him Ben as kind of a tribute to the guy who brought them all together. You know? Uh, Because if it wasn't for Obi-Wan, none of them, the the, our heroes wouldn't have made it. And, you know, everything would have been bad. And uh, But seeing her and Obi-Wan together in the series, man, it just, it makes it so much better. I just love it. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. So was very happy with that. anyway, but can't wait for the rest. It I know. Right. Have- two more episodes,
3: two more, All right. But yeah. So, I mean, are you guys, mm. do, you, do you have any questions for us before we wrap up here? No, not, not
2: really, man. I feel like I interviewed y'all pretty good at the beginning here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any more questions for me? You guys want to know anything else?
3: do you do guitar as a hobby or is that like a side hustle
2: you're doing or it's just, it's my grandfather was an amazing guitarist and I've done my best to honor him by, by trying to teach myself how to play. I got, I'm currently working with an injury on my hand. It's been, mm. it's been hurting since September, but, um, I had finally gotten to the point where I'm not terrible. Mm. And then I hurt my hand. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, it's uh, I've got three right here. I've got this is a gift from my wife from a few uh, Christmases ago. This is a guild. Uh, uh, what is it? A guild concert dreadnought. Uh, I've got a 12 string fender right here. And this is from one of my other gran- my other grandfather. This is a 1967 Yamaha hollow body. Wow. So, yeah, this thing is. Probably really out of tune, and yeah, this thing is—it needs some help.
1: <laughs>
2: so those are my uh, three guitars here, and then I have one at my office uh, that just kind of sits around in case I get a the desire to screw around with it while I'm at work. Nice. Okay. Yeah, my my um, office kind of looks like this too. I've got sweet. toys and yeah, love it's it. Ridiculous! It's ridiculous.
0: I have a um uh, a used Squire, like modded Squire that I got uh picked up and i've i've been playing for a little bit i have J- jackson picked up guitar for about a year and then never really picked it up again mm-hmm. so i stole that guitar as well so now i have that one that's <laughs> in standard tun- tuning tuning mm-hmm. uh so that way because I, I play all my, my motley crew stuff on it because it has a whammy bar nice um, and, so then have, mm-hmm, and then i have the other one tuned down to drop a so it's like super heavy okay but it's seven string tuning on a six string so i don't have that final high e uh, all right that, that is, is heavy fun. Mm-hmm. but it's, fine. it's yeah. fun yeah that, that's cool
2: so uh yeah that's my other hobby music i love music uh i nice. so you're a metalhead i was the goth kid so the cure depeche mode all that stuff growing yeah. up it was 80s new wave oingo boingo all those crazy bands man i just and then of course, hair metal, you know, Motley mm-hmm. Crue. I, I am, I am a fan. So Motley mm-hmm. Crue, Def Leppard, Poison, all those ridiculous yeah. bands. I, And then of course, grunge came along and made everything way too serious. So mm-hmm. yeah, that was my high school years, man. My high school was, uh, 88 to 92. So it was that sweet spot of rock and roll and, and, you know, sweet mm-hmm. grunge and, God, I'm old. I'm having my thirtieth reunion this year. What the wow. hell? That's hey, sucks. That <laughs> sucks. Sucks. <laughs> I don't know. Blink and you get old, man. It's true.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: but yeah, so okay, so there's a couple things we do before we wrap up these have a chat episodes. So the first right. thing we do is we do our lightning round where we ask three rapid fire questions. Oh, don't okay. worry, okay. they're not too hard. You'll be good to go. I mean, All right, first, first, okay. first. What is your favorite Star Wars movie?
2: Empire Strikes Back. Okay. 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 Good choice. That's a good okay. choice. Yep.
3: What about favorite Star Wars TV show? Rebels. Oh, okay. Yeah, Saw, that Saw that coming. Saw that coming. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> anyway, Jackson's affinity for Sabine. I are to talk about it. And then a <laughs> pop
2: figure today.
1: You, you did? We'll talk about that after
2: the show. <laughs> yeah. It's really cool how she's in flight. That, and she's got the dark saber. Mm, yeah, it's good. badass. All right. <laughs> oh, you think it's good looking? <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay. And then, a uh, favorite Star Wars character.
2: uh Favorite Star Wars character would probably. Oh man, that kind of shifts. That really does. But my my usual go to is Han Solo. Okay.
1: okay. 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 My okay. usual
2: okay. go to is Han Solo, but I really have a soft spot for Ahsoka. I like Ahsoka a lot. Okay. Ahsoka, okay. okay. Go Ahsoka, good. you know
1: the vibe. Good. good. Good.
2: Good. But um yeah, so before we wrap
3: this up, what we like to do at the end of these have a chat episodes is we like to show off our guests' YouTube channel if they have one or their social media. And so we are about to show that off right here. Whoa, so boy. bam!
1: Woo Whoa! Boom. You've got
3: Starlack Digest, a Star Wars podcast. If you are not subscribed to them, make sure you go do that because why the heck would you not do that? Right. Um, I mean, aside from that, though, they've got some awesome content. Mm -hmm. I do like listening to their podcasts, and you can check them out on TikTok. All of their social media will be in the description below, so you can check them out if you so please. Awesome. And uh, you better go do that. Mm -hmm. Also check them out on TikTok. Or your fake fan. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, so, Mm -hmm. Jacob, you want to take us out with all the goodies? Yeah,
0: sure. So uh, be sure that you are subscribed to the 1313 Podcast YouTube channel because at 500 subscribers, we are giving away your choice of – two two twelfth Walgreens figure. Oh, or- I don't even have that one. So I guess you got to be subscribed. I got to be, I got to, sub- I
2: subscribed. Yeah. yeah. I, I've already subscribed. So I'm in the running, right? You're in the running. You are in the running. So
0: be subscribed to get those. And then for our patrons uh, <laughs> next month, we will be giving away the Ahsoka figure from the Mandalorian. Great so figure. one of our lucky patrons who are in our Gungan boss tier, will be able to get their hands on that figure. Um, so be sure to subscribe, make sure you leave a like and a comment. Make sure you go check out Starlight Digest on YouTube. Also be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. We're trying to boost our TikTok uh, followers up, so please follow us on TikTok. Yes. We really appreciate it. Um, I think that's all. Oh, and join the Discord. We're having tons of fun in the Discord all the time. It's you better great, just join that Discord. It's a great network it. of yep. people. Why uh, wouldn't you? Lots of fun all the time. Uh, an affinity for toes for some reason. I don't but, even uh, know what Discord is. Discord. It's like a okay. Let us. Let us. Okay. Discord
2: <laughs> See, is like a giant imagine, message board.
0: Imagine a place. Oh, okay. It's basically, a giant public group chat that you okay. can join yeah. in, and then so it's like sub chats within it based around the black series Obi-Wan Kenobi spoilers, uh memes, uh like life stuff, just anything. buy sell trade. Yeah, we okay. have a buy sell,
1: trade feature. If you want to play video games, there's a channel for that too. We play on Xbox. So we mm-hmm. grab people from the Discord to play Battlefront. Mm-hmm. It's uh
0: the link is in our link tree if you're ever interested in joining it. I highly recommend it. It's we have roughly like
3: 60 people in there now I'd say yes mm-hmm. actually. It's and awesome. it's not like overwhelming. You know some group chats are like you have a thousand messages and some family group chats and stuff. This is not. It's a very healthy amount of conversation every day. So, Mm -hmm.
0: yeah. Awesome. mm -hmm. Thanks for educating me. Yes, (laughs) of course. (laughs) uh, Thank you all for watching this episode of Have a Chat. We really appreciate it. And we also appreciate Scott Sola from coming on. Uh, We really appreciate it, man. So thank Thank you you guys. We'll see you all next week.
1: Goodbye, everybody. Keep it it nerdy.